Hey friend, are you trying to plan a Disney World vacation, but you're not sure where to start? Do you wish you could head into your trip feeling prepared and confident with a plan that's right for your family and your budget? Hi, I'm Megan. At Dreamwish Plan, I help moms plan their dream Disney World vacation without the overwhelm. On this show, we'll walk through the Disney Park basics, so you'll understand all the things that Disney World has to offer. We'll talk about vacation planning strategy, and I'll give you tips and hacks that will put you way ahead of the pack, so you can maximize the fun and minimize the stress. So grab a cup of coffee and your favorite notebook, and get ready to create a plan to make some magical Disney memories. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Dream Wish Plan podcast. On today's podcast, I got to sit down with Katie Fenske of Burnt Pancakes with Katie. Katie is a blogger, a podcast host of the Burnt Pancakes podcast, and a potty training consultant. In this episode, Katie gives us her 10 best tips for traveling with kids. All right, on to the interview. Hi, Katie. Thanks so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. All right, so tell us a little bit about Burnt Pancakes and how you got started. Uh, yes. Um, so when my oldest son was potty training, it was an absolute disaster. And a friend of mine, like after he had had a massive accident and I was like venting, like so frustrated, she turned to me and said, don't worry, Katie, everyone burns their first pancake. That was like such an aha for me. Like, Oh, okay. So I don't have to be perfect yet in this motherhood thing. Right. Well, fast forward a few years. Um, and I decided to, decided to start a blog And then the blog turned into a podcast. And from that, I became a potty training consultant, um, all just with like the idea of helping moms survive motherhood. I love that so much. And I think that sense of community is so important. And I know when I see your posts and I listen to your podcast episodes, like I feel seen. It's like, oh, I'm not the only one that feels this way. I'm not the only one that's going through this. So it's just like super reassuring. So I just, I love what you're doing too hard to go through motherhood with mom guilt. And like, it's very easy to feel that way when you're on social media or just like around your friends whose kids are behaving themselves and yours aren't. So yes. I know it's so true. You always think that everybody else has it figured out, but then like really everybody's in the same boat. We're all just trying to figure it out. We're all burning (laughs) our pancakes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) All right. So I know that you're a boy mom. Do you have any tips that you have come up with for traveling with kids without losing your mind? Oh, absolutely. Well, yes, I have lost my mind and these are the things that have made it a little bit easier. Okay. So my boys currently are nine, almost six and three, but we have been traveling with them since they were babies. Um, we have a lot of family out of town. Like we have to fly to their house. So traveling has been part of our lives. So yes, I have 10 tips for you. Um, so tip number one is that you just have to be okay with their behavior, not being like perfect, not even magical. You know, when you're at the most amazing vacation, your kids are going to be out of the ordinary, like they're out of routine. They're probably a little bit sleep deprived. So their behavior might not match how they normally behave at home. And you're not alone. Like I'm sure I've been out and I've seen temper tantrums and other things. And I just look at that mom and I'm like, I get you. Like, it's okay. Um, We were recently traveling to Chicago back over spring break. And my youngest son, who's three, we were walking through the hotel lobby. Like there's a bar kind of like midway through. So we had to take the elevator, walk through this lobby and then take the other elevator down. 
and it was raining out. So he had to have a raincoat on and he looked so cute. <laughs> um, so we walked past this bar where all like the, the business people who had just come out of a conference were all having their little happy hour cocktails. And this woman in her nice business suit was like, Oh, look how cute he is. And my son walked up and slapped her on the butt and then walked away. And I was mortified. I was so embarrassed. Of course I like grab him, throw him in the elevator and like lecture him. Like you don't do that. Oh my gosh. But I started to realize like, this is totally like out of the norm for him. I mean, he's not a perfectly behaved child, but he doesn't go go around slapping people's butts all the time. (laughs) Um, But this was like, they were in a hotel that they're not used to. And we were very sleep deprived at that point. So I kind of let that one slide, but we do laugh about it now. It's a funny story now, but at the moment it was like, my kids are the worst children ever. (laughs) How did she react? I'm curious. (laughs) He actually laughed and said, oh my gosh, that's so funny. I have kids. I get it. But there were like some businessmen around her and they were just like, their jaw dropped. I ran out of there as fast as I could. I was so embarrassed. Oh it was that. awful. Uh, yeah. We okay. Tip number stories like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. I mean, not exactly like that, but you know. <laughs> your children don't slap either other people's butts. <laughs> not that I know of, but they've done plenty of other things. Plenty of other things. Okay. Tip number two is just snacks upon snacks upon snacks. Like you almost when you're traveling cannot feed them enough snacks, keep them quiet, keep them entertained. So when you think you've packed enough, pack more, I think, uh, fishies are our go-to snack. Um, yes. uh, those are big for us. Uh, and I'm on board with this one, especially in the Disney parks, um, having mm-hmm. all the snacks. I mean, we buy snacks too, but like, you just always have to be ready. <laughs> Right. Cause at Disney, they let you bring in, they don't like take them out of your bag. Right. Yeah. No, so. they let you bring it in. So we always have like anything that doesn't melt. We have, like you said, the goldfish crackers right. and um, pretzels and just like a lot of stuff like that. But yeah, yes. it's just good to avoid a meltdown for sure. Right. I do. I do say don't um, like when you're traveling, it's okay to like not be on the totally healthy side. I remember mm-hmm. packing once plums, like sliced plums thinking, oh, we're going to be healthy. Well, I found them a couple weeks later, weeks later, and I think they were wine in my bag. Like they were nasty. So I was like, okay, note to self processed food, good snacks yeah, for traveling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do any, anything that's going to get sticky or go bad. Yes, melty. I just, I can't yeah. handle no. No. <laughs> okay. So my third tip, this one revolves around potty training. So I actually am on top of being a podcast host. I um, am a certified potty trainer. So I do work one-on-one with clients. Um, to help with every part of potty training. So I usually tell them when they're going to start potty training to avoid or like plan around any big trips. So if you know you're going to Disney in like a week, not the right time to start potty training. I always tell them, you know, a month is a good time to like learn this new skill, introduce it, practice it out in public, get comfortable with like outside toilets. Um, so if you do have a big trip planned, either do it after, or give yourself at least a month. Um, if you are kind of new in potty training, cause most kids do not pick it up in three days a week. It's usually like an ongoing pro- process for a couple months. They make awesome travel potties. So the OXO tot has a great foldable one. Um, one proud toddler makes a super compact travel seat that like, it literally is like the size of my palm and you unfold it and it's like a little lid for your toilet. So we took that to the hotel with us. My son could use that. Um, 
if you're staying overnight somewhere, bring some puppy pads or like a peel and stick mattress cover. Um, I know when we stay with family, it's just a different environment. Kids tend to drink more water at night. You know, you're out at parties. Sometimes it's nice to have to avoid those accidents um, and just pack extra clothes. Like when they're out at Disneyland, they're not thinking about going to the bathroom, even though at home, that's like totally normal for them. So pack a ton of extra clothes. If there's an accident, pack the old underwear so you can just toss it out, not worry about it. Yeah. I think that's probably a good idea. Even like Mm -hmm. if they're potty trained, but it's still kind of new, like extra clothes for sure. First year, Mm -hmm. I would say like, you just cannot rely on them being totally dependent, um, with potty training for a a good year. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to know because I think a lot of people have that question is like, they're potty trained, but they're still, you know, it's still within that time frame. So that's good to know those, those extra backup. And I have, would never have thought of the, like the puppy pads. That's a fantastic idea. Right. Or like, if you're standing in line, you don't want to get out of line to go to the bathroom and the kids are like, ah, I gotta go. So yeah, just pack the extra clothes. Yep. Yeah. Um, tip number four is when it comes to sleep, just be really flexible. You know, you're on this trip. It is awesome. If you can stick with your like normal bedtime routine and nap routine, but if your child has a car nap or, you know, your baby in the little carrier nap, it's okay while you're traveling. Um, when we stayed in a hotel, we were able to bring, um, there's portable blackout curtains that help with like nighttime sleeping. Um, the slumber pod is like a really cool, like blackout tent that you can put over a pack and play. That's awesome. Um, we've also moved the pack and play into the closet sometimes, mm-hmm. um, just to give them like a nice bedtime routine. Like you can kind of keep consistent with it, but you know, if you have older kids and they're staying up later than usual, you're traveling. It's okay. And then the meltdowns happen and you go, Oh, it's okay. All these other kids are having meltdowns too. So yeah, you're not alone. You're in good company. You're um, not alone. Yeah. Yeah. That the blackouts great. We definitely have used the closet trick because it's like cozy in there and it keeps it dark. Yeah. Um, and we also do like white noise, like a white noise. Machine. Oh, I was going to say portable sound machines are awesome. Yeah. Yep. 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 My kids still use them. Like they're older. Them as adults. Um, yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's just like, you never know what kind of noise you're going to have at a hotel. Um, yep. if you're, you know, by the elevator or whatever. So it's good to just kind of have that. It just drowns out everything else so that they can sleep. Cause you do want to sleep while you're traveling. Yep. Um, so we have flown a lot. We haven't had any really long flights. I think the most has been like a five hour flight, but flying, you have to like you have to come prepared when you have kids because it's a long time to be sitting there sitting still, especially when you have little, little ones. But, um, I remember I always said, I'm not going to give my kid an iPad, not going to do devices. And then we started flying and I was like, screw that. Like (laughs) it is so much easier to give your child a device. It's nicer for the people around you. It's more pleasant for you. It's okay. Fine. They're on a device for a couple hours but it just makes it more pleasant for everyone. And like, I look at my mom's generation and I think, how did they do it? Like, I thought I would be that mom that was like, no, I'm going to pack all these books and these. And then we were like, no, this works. So download a bunch of things ahead of time. So we use Disney plus Netflix, Amazon. We get those on our iPad, on our phone. Like we have something for each of our kids. Um, it wasn't until like, age three that my kids really could sit down and watch something, but even, even younger, it's like, just have something on that they'll like. I remember last time he flew, my husband had to give my three-year-old his phone and he only had like one thing downloaded. 
So this time I was like, we need to put every episode of Paw Patrol, every one of these on so that we have everything covered. Um, but I also do pack like a little backpack for all of them with super interactive things, small toys that are not super messy, but will keep them busy. So like magnet puzzles, um, sticker books, like reusable stickers, those like water painting. Have you seen those Melissa and Doug, like water painting things? So I have a blog post that has like every one of our favorite toys. I'll send that to you um, just to keep them busy, but also pack your change of clothes on the flight as well, Mm -hmm. because I've had two babies have complete blowouts on me on the flight. So it was helpful that I had a shirt packed for myself and an extra change of clothes for them. Cause that's, that's not pleasant. Yeah. I had that happen to us when my daughter was about six months old and also <gasps> spit up. It was just like, I'm like, Oh, I have, I'm so, I was so glad I, sometimes yeah. I forget to pack clothes for myself and uh-huh. I, I, you know, I, I'll pack up for the kids, but I was so glad that I had extra right. clothes. Right. I, that one time I was like, Oh, thank goodness. I have a shirt for myself. Cause it was, it went every, I don't know the oh. altitude, something about that. Just like relaxes them enough (laughs) or they're like sitting on your lap. Oh gosh. It's awful. Um, okay. Tip number six, this is something a friend of mine told me, and I thought this was brilliant. If you are staying maybe with family or like an Airbnb to use Instacart to like order your diapers, your wipes, your kids' favorite snacks. So either like ship it like right before you get there or order stuff right when you're going. So you're not packing all your diapers you ha- know that there's food your kids will eat when you get there. So I thought that was a really good idea. Um, number seven is this one works really well when you're going to like a busy amusement park um, is to teach your kids what to do if they get lost. Um, my friend also taught me this. We went to um, a zoo and she, before we got in practice said, okay, what do we do if you can't find mommy? And they go, we find another mommy and we say, we're lost. I can't find my mom. Here's her number. And she had written their number on their arm, like with Sharpie at the time they couldn't like memorize it. So she was like, let's practice. You want to find another mom. So someone that is probably safe and say, can you call my mom? Here's her number. And just a couple of weeks ago, I was at baseball with my kids and it was a different field that we weren't used to. And I think like we were using the field that another team practices on. So this little boy walked up to me. He's like, excuse me, um, my mom dropped me off, but we don't have practice and I can't, I can't get a hold of her. Can you call her? And I was like, of course I can. What's, and he actually knew the number. Oh, so I good. called mom thinking like, she's not going to answer, but she picked up. I was like, hi, your son is here. And I was like, that's so smart to teach yeah. your kids that. Yeah. Especially when we tell them yeah, our totally. kids at, you know, we're at Disney, we'll say, you find a cast member, you know, with the name tag and the, you know, but that's, that's yeah, it's idea. important so that, you know, if something happens that they'll know what to do. Absolutely. Oh, to get a cast member. That's a great idea. Find yeah. someone that has like a Disney uniform. Mm, I love yeah. that. But a mom, that's good. If you're not at Disney, that's a good thing. Another mom is like, you know, that's probably, I mean, a safer bet than just right. anybody. Right. I love that. Okay. Number eight is, um, kid moto. I don't know if you've heard of that before. Tell me. Okay. So when we traveled to Chicago, we had a super late flight. Like we got in, I think around midnight. Um, and we were trying to figure out like, do we take a taxi to the city? Cause it was like a 45 minute drive, but we weren't planning on renting a car in the city. We were just going to use public transportation. 
So from getting from the hotel to the, I mean, the airport to the hotel was like, what do we do? We don't want to bring all of our car seats with us, like two car seats, a booster. How do we get to the city? Kid Moto is like Uber, but for people with kids. So you get to like reserve it ahead of time. You tell them what your flight is. You tell them what car seats you need. Like I need a rear facing, I need a booster, I need this. And they follow your flight. So if your flight is delayed, they're still like ready to pick you up. And this guy literally picked us up at baggage claim. So we like stepped outside and he's like, oh, your car is right here. All of the seats were set up, took us right to hotel and boom, we were there. So that was like, not having to pack those car seats saved us. It was awesome. And my voice still to this day, they're like, remember that fancy car we took? And it was (laughs) like some, it, it was, it was like fancier than our car, but it was like, Oh yes. That was so fancy. I mean, it costs a little bit more than just a regular Uber, but you don't have to like sit there and wait for a taxi to come. Or it was like, he was there. He knew our flight was like delayed. I think it was like 30 minutes. And he was like, I'm on top of it. I'll be right there. Baggage claim when you say you're ready. So that was not having to worry about that in the car seats. That's like priceless. Absolutely. Cause I've seen many people like lug the car seat and use it in the airplane, which does sound nice to be able to strap them in but we've actually never tried. We've always had like family pick us up who was able to get a car seat. So that was really nice. Um, Tip number nine is to plan trips with families, like other families. This is especially helpful when we go camping. Just having other kids for your kids to play with is really, really nice. Or like when you're at dinner to have other kids to entertain your children. Um, We have a, a good family um, that we're friends with, they're going to Hawaii soon. And she literally hit up all of us. She was like, Hey, who wants to go to Hawaii this summer? Do you want to go? Do you want to go? They found another family to go with. And she's like, it is going to be heaven because the kids are like the same age. They're going to play on the beach together. We, as parents are going to swap nights where they like, you're going to go out this night. We'll watch the kids. And I'm like, we should have, we should have gone with them. That sounds so fun. That is a good idea. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. You know, and it's fun. It's fun to have other people too. The the key is probably finding those people that you jive with, you know, like for travel. Yep. (laughs) The parents get along, the kids get along. Yeah. It's especially when we go camping, that's like our rule now is like, we have to go with other families with kids. Otherwise we're entering, entertaining our children the whole time. That's not fun. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Okay. So my last tip, and this one I think is the most important is just to take that trip. I look back at all the the flights we've taken, the trips we've had, they were exhausting. They were tiring, but the memories we made are so great. And also, even though my kids won't remember it, these are memories for us too. So it's not just my kids will remember this. So I'm going to do it. It's like, I, I remember, I remember my son was two. We went to Disneyland and I remember we kind of talked about this. We're like, well, he's never going to remember this trip. He's never going to remember. We stood in line for an hour to see Mickey, but I can still remember like the door opening and him not really knowing what he was going to see. He ran straight to Mickey and gave him the biggest hug. It was like the sweetest thing. And I'm like, he doesn't remember. I asked him, I'm like, do you remember when we went and you saw Mickey? He's like, no, I don't remember that. I'm like, but I do. I'm like, I remember that slash. Like we take a lot of trips to see grandparents and sometimes it's like, oh, it's a busy time of year. Should we be traveling right now? But it just means so much to them for us to visit. So if you have the chance to t- take the trip, I say, do it, take the trip. 
Yes, I agree. And I remember when my kids were small, I was like so worried about how stressful it would be. And it held me back. And I just wish that I didn't miss out on that time. So I'm like making up for it now. But I agree. Just take the trip if you can, the memories. Right, right. I mean, those flights were not easy. I remember having a five hour flight with a three year old and a nine month old. And in the moment, I mean, we were exhausted. We were so tired. My nine-year-old was like just starting to move. And my husband and I laugh now about what it felt like having this little baby on our lap. It was like a fish out of water that you're trying to hold and it's flopping all over the place. And it's like crazy in the moment we were like, why are we doing this? This is torture. But now it's like, Oh, remember that time we visited your grandma and remember this. And like that flight now was funny or Maverick slapping that lady's butt. It's funny now, (laughs) but we are so glad that we did take those trips. Yes. I love it. Okay. Those are amazing tips. Thank you so much. I'm going to link in the show notes to all of the places to find you, but tell us just for just quickly how people can get in touch with you. Awesome. Okay. If you want to hear more of my amazing mistakes, um, you can listen to my podcast. It's called burnt pancakes. Um, you can find me on Instagram at burnt pancakes with Katie. Um, if you're looking specifically for potty training tips, go to it's potty time on either TikTok or Instagram, or check out my website, burntpancakes.com. Thank you so much for being here. This was so much fun. Thank you so much. This was fun. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, it would help me so much if you would take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes. And if you still feel stuck and want my help designing your dream vacation, click the link in the show notes to book a one-on-one planning call with me. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, happy planning.